Welcome to A Guy in His Pipe. I'm Travis Sivart, and I am enjoying a Savinelli full of Cornell and Deal's Dark Cherry Cavendish. You'll hear me puffing and lighting and tamping and cleaning my pipe during this podcast as you and I go together to explore the incredible, fun, kooky, and creepy things right here on our own planet. I will explore from unique food experiences to haunted locations to weird things that happen in this world, natural wonders, amazing historic sites. You'll hear creaking cats and meowing cats in the background. And we'll even check out things in your own backyard from lost civilizations to your favorite places. So I'm going to raise my brandy glass with my Parmesan in it and say cheers to a weird, wonderful, wacky world. And let's explore it one destination at a time. Now, today, I want to take us over to Virginia. Now, Virginia is the state I live in, so I'm a little close to it. A few fun facts about it. It's one of the original 13 colonies. And there's all kinds of history here, from the Founding Fathers to living history in Williamsburg, and in 1607, 104 English men and boys arrived to start a settlement. They named it Jamestown after their king, King James I. The state was named after the Virgin Queen, Queen Elizabeth. And it became the first permanent English settlement in North America. It's known as the Old Dominion State. Gained statehood as our 10th state on June 25th, 1788. Has oh, around 9 million people. Capital is Richmond. Biggest city is Virginia Beach. State bird is the Northern Cardinal. Tree, American dogwood. Pretty beautiful when it flowers. Right about this time of year, matter of fact. And the motto is, thus always to tyrants. Six Semper Tyrannus. But right now, I want to talk about the heads of our country. Literal heads. So, back around the turn of the century, the turn of the millennium, there was a guy named Everett H. or Haley Newman III. Got together with an artist named David Adikis, who was inspired by Mount Rushmore, and they wanted to create a park. A park with huge statues, busts, of all the president's heads. Now, Haley ordered six heads, brought them to where he was going to put them, and got blocked by red tape, saying, uh, you need a public display permit, dude. So he parked his heads in the Days in parking lot he owned. And uh, they came and went, no, that's still public display. You can't keep them there. So he distributed them to Norfolk Botanical Gardens and Buena Vista's Glenmorey Park, and visitors were delighted, curious, just what's going on. He finally got through the red tape, and in March 2004, he opened an open-air museum, so outdoor museum, where you could walk through all these heads. It cost about $10 million to make. 42 statues from Washington to George W. Bush. 
Now, the park was still open when Obama came into office, but they couldn't afford the $60,000 for a new Obama bust. So they got a little teeny statue of Obama. They call it Baby Obama. And uh, a lot of people like to take pictures of their dogs with this one. And somebody actually stole it at one point and returned it in 2018. But most of these statues are about 18 to 20 feet tall, about 6 meters, and they weigh 11,000 to 20,000 pounds each. They had a red brick museum put in. The heads were behind it, and guests could look at the reproduction of the First Lady's inaugural gowns. There was an Oval Office reproduction that was used as a set for Saturday Night Live, and there was contents from the defunct Annapolis, Maryland-based Presidential Pet Museum. Well, in 2007, right as the market crash was happening of 2008, you know, as it was building, they put it up for sale. They closed in 2010, still hadn't sold it. Finally got auctioned off at September 28, 2012. But not the busts, just the land. So they hired this guy, Howard Hankins, to destroy these 42 statues. Howard didn't like that idea. He's like, I can do something with this. So he had a 400-acre farm in Croker, Virginia, which, by the way, Croker is right next to Norge, and I have a character in one of my books called Croker Norge. Fun character. I like the cranky old guy. Him and his partner, who's also named after two Virginia cities, are kind of like Sherlock Holmes meets the odd couple. Just fun series to write. Well, he got a crane and a big flatbed and moved all these statues to his farm. Now, they weren't good at it in the beginning. They broke some necks, broke noses. Lincoln has a hole in the back of his head that looks like he was shot there. It's creepy. Ronald Reagan has a scar from an actual lightning strike. And they had to crush some of the heads to fit under power lines when moving them. Well, they set this up, and people can go on tours. There's actually two photographers who give tours to this place. John Plaschel, an abandonment photographer and tour guide. And he says it's Mount Rushmore meets Easter Island. It's got the history of Mount Rushmore and the mystery of Easter Island. It's an oddity of a place because they're decaying. That's the allure for most people. And they don't want to restore the statues because they feel like these broken, ruined statues have more mystery to them than whole ones. And they want to rebuild it on a new site. They're looking at Hampton Roads, Virginia. And Hankins is working with local governments to make it happen. The plans are to include a visitor center with presidential memorabilia and a recreation of the Oval Office to a new level. He wants brand new thing. He wants an Air Force One fuselage, a Secret Service Museum, First Lady memorabilia like the other one, Wounded Warriors Room. They want to make it interactive so all kinds of people can enjoy it. And by the way, there is a website, theruins.com. That's T-H-E-R-U-I-N-E-S.com. T-H-E-R-U-I-N-E-S.com. And they say they'll be adding a winery, 
a brewery, amphitheater, horse trails, and other amenities. But they want to leave it with the broken things. The broken bus. They feel it gives a character, and quote, they are the epitome of the Japanese who have an art form called kinstugi, part of my pronunciation, where something broken is more valuable than when in its original state. It actually translates as, quote, golden seams or, quote, golden joinery as they infill with gold. Last, that's a bit pricey, but these statues, now ruins, are going to be stabilized and renovated, not restored. Their dings tell a story. They're an art collective and will be frozen in time as skilled engineers stabilize them and teams of artisans infill their holes with unique materials, giving them a new yet quirky life that live forever in a secret garden under lock and key to protect them. Yet, available at times for all of us to see and enjoy their now whimsical character. So, this is something... Somebody had this massive concept. I love these art installation type things. They're very unique and different. It's something that you can't find in your regular museums. And we've had plans to go see this. So we're, we're watching this as they embark on this massive renovation project. and restoring them in the spirit of Kensuji. Sounds like a fun place to go. Yeah, fun might be the wrong word. Interesting, and I always love interesting. That's why the closing line of this podcast is an experience lasts a lifetime. I want to thank you for joining me. Hopefully you enjoyed this little peek into the oddities of our world. You can email me if you've ever been there, seen these, or have someplace else you'd like to hear about or have been that I should check out at a guy in his pipe at gmail.com. And you can check out my website, travissivart.com. Last name, same as the first, but reverse, travissivart.com. You're going to find other podcasts. I have more than a half dozen. including Tavern Society, where me and two others gather together with a live chat audience for toast topics and tangents. Tavern Reflections, where I read tales of my own making or classic stories for relaxation and meditation, as well as my audiobooks and other books, such as The Steampunk Cycle, Portals, a fantasy series about people coming from this world to a fantasy world in a new body or The Silver and Smith Chronicles, which is Indiana Jones meets Blade Runner, set in the future, a dark dystopian future, where genetic modification and nanotechnology are changing humankind. Let me raise my glass to you guys, say thank you for joining me, and remember, collect experiences, because they last a lifetime.